0: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. <laughs> Allahumma anh- wa <laughs> salli ala Sayyidina wa Dhabiyyyan wa Mawlana Muhammadin wa Baruch. Allahumma wa akmah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, wa kafaa wa salamun ala ibadihi ladhin as Amma <laughs> ba'd, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is our creator. He is our maker, and he is the one who governs the affairs of the world. He is the one who controls the affairs of the world, whether they have to do with his creation, the cosmos, nature, whether it is in the human realm where people assume that they control but they don't. So Allah all the time sends signs of his creativity and sends signs of his dominance. So that human beings may come back to him Seek repentance Make tawbah Seek his forgiveness And become better So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Does this For this reason Not because he's a tyrant Or he wants to punish people Or anything of that nature. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala displays his power, his strength, his abilities, as we are seeing now as we speak with the hurricane, this immense display of power and strength, that there is not a force in the world that can stand up to this power of Allah this total dominance this surge of water and the brutal wind that brings it it is for man to reflect upon Allah's abilities Allah's Qudra and Allah's total dominance of the affairs of this world and the affairs of human beings Now it may not impact us directly but we're part of the same country we're part of the same people we live here we should have empathy and more than that we should have concern That God forbid, this is a sign of something else to come That God forbid Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Now shows us a sign That He is in power The past few years and especially this year Has been a year of calamities, natural disasters You had fire after fire after fire You had hurricanes, you had floods, you have everything, but man, he carries on as if nothing has happened. You rest against insurance, insurance will take care of it, or you rely on FEMA. You rely on something else These Displays of power Are divine They're not human And they should not be reduced to nature This is how the Quran Wants us to think And reflect The Quran wants us to reflect And think and ponder about Allah's creation, but it also tells us that we must draw a bridge from Allah's power, Allah's creation to His being the Creator and to His Rahmah and His mercy. If Allah can generate so much power which can disrupt and destroy so much in this world then you can imagine what his power can do in the other world You must draw that bridge if you are a Muslim if you're an atheist, it doesn't matter what you think But We're not talking to the atheists here We're talking to people who come to the masjid on Fridays To offer Salatul and Worship and put their head down In front of Allah the Almighty This who we're talking to The atheist is not part of the equation He never has been, never will be If the atheist doesn't believe in God That's his problem He can deal with it We As worshippers of Allah Must worship him through reflection also just as we do through salat to so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the almighty the all powerful sends a sign as the quran says sanurihim ayatina fil afaq wa fi anfusihim hatta yatabayyana lahum annahu we will show them our signs in the horizons and in themselves until it is clear that we are the truth and we are the ultimate reality. That Allah is ultimately in charge. وَكَيِّمْ مِنْ آيَةٍ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ يمرون عَلَيْهَا وَهُمْ عَنْهَا مُعْرِبُونَ Allah says so many signs We send And they pass by these signs In the earth and in themselves And they turn away from them So when you you sit down there watching the news or listening to the news Or looking at your your smartphone to see what's happening with the hurricane Spend a moment thinking about Allah if you're going to spend five hours in that screen, think five minutes about Allah. He's in control here. That's your reflection. That's your duty as a Muslim. This is how Allah wants you to understand Him. The Quran says, people just turn away from the sides. And then people ask the question, what is a sign that Allah exists? This is a sign that Allah exists. In line with that reflection, there is the behavior of the Prophet Muhammad He is our role model and he is the one whom we follow in all affairs but especially in these affairs so what did he do when these signs came? he was a man of God he worshipped Allah so he showed us and it wasn't just for the sake of showing us it was because he actually felt that way When Allah is about to show you a sign of his strength Of his might, of his power What does a human being do? Does he turn away? Does he become stubborn? Does he become heedless? And say oh, whatever, it happens all the time Things happen all the time Disasters happen all the time We'll carry on, we'll move on And we'll make it What if you die In the process What did the Prophet do? So that we can say We follow him And we represent him In this ideology In these sequence of events So that we can be part of his ummah So the Sahaba say the Prophet ﷺ, when he saw that the wind is blowing strongly, he would resort to Salat. This is the adab of witnessing Allah's power, Allah's might, Allah's qudra. This is the adab, a Prophet gives you adab. A civilizational value, a core conduct, that this is Allah in control, He is showing me that the wind is getting stronger and when the wind gets stronger God forbid something else comes with the wind and that is disaster, destruction because only Allah can stop that, so a prophet of Allah our Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa showed us through his example that you have to humble yourself in front of God's might and power. You can't become arrogant and stubborn. No, can you ignore the fact that it is he who is doing this. So if he is the agent, then we must seek the help of the agent. If he's the Doer, the creator of this wind, we must seek the help of the creator of this wind. This is the adab. This is the sunnah of the Prophet. ﷺ. This is how we follow him. So when he was in that mode and mood of understanding that Allah is in control and something is coming, is precarious. It is imminent and there is danger in the horizon, on the horizon. Then what should we do? Sit there, listen to CNN. or engage in du'a and dhikr. So he said engage in du'a and dhikr because that will help you. It will help you seek Allah's Rahmah and it will help you ask Him to mitigate the effects of the potential danger because it is he whom we worship and it is he from whom we seek help. This is the other so these are lessons in nature from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to show that first and foremost we are in control, I mean Allah is in control. And secondly, the disposition of the servant We are all servants of Allah The disposition, the mindset of a servant must be humbleness That we are humbled in front of a power Like when somebody goes into another country with military strength And brute force and weapons of mass destruction Everybody is humbled in that country to the extent that it's destroyed That's the effect of power So the Prophet showed us That the effect of seeing Witnessing Allah's power Is to become humble In front of him And acknowledge that you are servant of Allah And then engaging Dua and dhikr So that the danger may be lifted And the destruction Is minimized This is the Islamic Civilizational value This is our code of ethics This is our code of conduct Through the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Now I'm sure There have been many many Muslims Who were evacuated from that area Where the destruction is occurring We have to feel for them And we have to feel for all the other human beings Who are being now pounded with this disaster (coughs) and we have to make dua Allah save us all and protect us all from His might and power so that we are not destroyed this is the way forward for the Muslim reflecting based on what is real not fantasizing this is real the hurricane is real the wildfires are real where there are earthquakes in the world, it is real, they're not fantasies, that's not fake, it is real. So when there is real al haq we should acknowledge the haq, the real, the truth, and submit and say La ilaha illallah. And as Muhammad Rasulullah, we follow the code of ethics of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam To show ourselves that this is who we represent If he is the best human being Allah has ever created and he did this So who are we? He was the last Rasul, the last Nabi But even then he feared Allah People always say, why are you always promoting fear? Yeah, it's because the Prophet feared Allah, that's why Always fear and fear and fear It's the truth Fear motivates more than you think You go to work every day because you fear poverty You fear you won't have food on the table That motivates you to go to work and make all those sacrifices, you fear poverty. The Prophet feared Allah. Why? Because Allah can. Not that He will, but He can. If He chooses to destroy, as is what's happening right now. If He chooses to, He can destroy. It's the reality. Wake up. Get over this fantasy that Islam is about fear, fear, fear. It is not. It's about motivating you to be humble. To be an abd. To be a servant in front of Allah. I'm your servant. I have nothing. I own nothing. That's how you worship him. For those of us who come for Jummah. And those of us who are believers, we must follow the Prophet. He was the greatest servant of Allah. So, if there was any indication to him in the physical reality that the weather is changing, he would fear. Very unique. That he's the prophet of Allah And he's not taking Allah for granted Which is one of our problems We take Allah for granted Allah will forgive Yes, he may forgive But he may not You want to take that chance? No, I don't think so So we must have an element of fear With an element of hope Both elements fear and hope make up iman as the Prophet ﷺ said so we should not be standoffish and we should not be arrogant about the whole thing and casually neglect the idea that Allah is in control the US of A the greatest superpower the world has known cannot do anything anything to stop this hurricane what does that tell you? It tells you that there are some things in life they simply can't control. But you can. You can control it through dua. You have the formula through the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ to do something. So let's do that something which is following the Prophet Muhammad. Ameen ya Rabbil